All right, we're back at it. It's Nick and Mike here with the Southside Sports Guys. We're going to go ahead and move on to the other side of town and talk about the Southsiders, the Chicago White Sox. Sir. Yes, sir. We like that little uh, commute over there to 35th and Orion. Yeah. Bridgeport Bombers, right, they call them? The Bridgeport Bombers. I just like the, you know, the announcer. Who's the announcer guy? Gene uh, whatever. Who, the play-by-play guy? Nah, they're, oh. they're announcer. Oh, batting oh, number yeah. 35, Frank. <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, that was yeah, always yeah. My favorite. He's he's good. That Gene Honda. Good. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Gene Honda. Yeah. Forgot. Johan Moncada. Well, let's get down to it. You know, the White Sox uh, were the hot team last year. They kind of like everybody was falling in love with. They had all these nice young prospects that are coming up, and they are flourishing in the league. And they brought a little swag. Tim Anderson and the bat flips you just got i mean this team there's a lot to like about this team and a lot to move forward they were able to get to the playoffs and be the number two seed you know they were the number one seed in the al central for most of the year and then they kind of fell off a little there towards the end yeah but they they got to that extra uh wild card spot and and uh they just got swept by the ace yeah and uh I honestly, a lot of people blame Renteria, and he he fucked up. You know, down the stretch, he fucked up quite a bit as far as the bullpen use. Like, there was a series in Cleveland where they went from first to barely making the playoffs, and then, oh, by the way, now you got to play the A's, who are pretty good. Um, But all in all, the year was is what I thought it was supposed to be. I honestly didn't think they had a chance of winning the World Series last year. I want them to make the playoffs. We've been bad forever. I, I said, if they make the playoffs, okay. They made moves. You get an MVP season from uh, MVP to Jose Abreu. It's a 60 games, by the way. I mean, but it's still the MVP. Anderson was second in the batting title. He won it the year before. The guys produced. You know, you had the young phenom that Garrett Crochet come up, who was a first-round pick this last in the same year, come up just throwing 103, just dominant. Um, you know, Bummer got hurt. They dealt with injuries, though. Like, Bummer got hurt. Some other guys in the bullpen got hurt. You know, um, they were okay. But the, the mismanagement of the pitching staff, you know, Don Cooper falls in some of the, you know, some of that blame too because he just was so old school, like would not change. A lot of the young pitchers, like, didn't like it. Dallas Keuchel came in. He did his thing. He was one of the biggest sign. He pitched like we expected. He's, he's consistent. He's one of those guys, like we said, he's not power. But we got power, guys, so not everyone has to be power. You could throw a wrinkle in there. And I like him. He he brought like uh he called the team out when they were struggling. Like guys just show up and act like they don't give a shit. And I was in Houston the last three, four years, and that's not how you do things if you want to win. So him calling them out, which is good. You know, he's a leader, he's a veteran leader, but you know, you just didn't get that stuff from Renteria and he's everybody's best friend, which is a lot of the problems, you know, like now that he's gone and people are saying and um they had a year that I expected. I didn't expect them to win it. I expect them to probably should have beat the A's, but they were all year, either they're scoring 10 runs or they're scoring none. That's how they were. They're young and inconsistent, and that's how they played all year. Yeah, they kind of reminded you of the 2015 Cubs, where they were kind of a year early. Yeah, the year they the lost to the Mets, right? Yeah. 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 Getting, getting to the playoffs, getting to the championship, you know, the NL championship, but – and they were fun to watch. All these young guys were making their, you know, putting their, stamping their name on the right. league and, and 
and the White Sox. So that, that's what it kind of reminded me of, and I, I enjoyed watching them. I mean, those young guys they have, they're just fun. They're electric. They're, they're special. Some of them are. Luis Roberts, first year, he's really special. He's he's really good. Eloy, he looked good. It's like everyone thought he was going to be like sophomore slump, but he, he still breaks. He can hit. And the problem was is the pitching staff, and we're going to address what they did about the pitching staff, but you go two games against the A's, now it's 1-1. You know, Giolito and Keuchel, Giolito looked good again all year. He pitched good in the playoffs, and Keuchel didn't really pitch that well. They lost the second game, and then you got, who are you going to start? Dylan Cease is, I guess, still a project. He's raw. He's got great tools, but he hasn't put it all together. Lopez the same way, up and down all year. And you got Dane Dunning, guy coming off Tommy John, who – Already maxed out his innings that he was supposed to pitch. He wasn't supposed to pitch anymore. And they start him game three, and then you go like, you know, you pitch twenty guys, and it's it was just a it was a it was a disaster. The third third game they lost, but um, you know, we're going to talk about the first first move they made. Really, actually, the second move after the manager was getting Lance Lynn and you bring in a solidified third spot. Well, you, yeah, let's talk about you know. There's a lot of oh boy, a lot of good stuff here going moving forward with the White Sox, but not this one. We the White Sox had their their pick of Who, their coach. Anybody wanted to come here? This was Who the hottest. Would not job. want to come to the to the South Side to coach these or manage the Chicago White Sox and all this young talent that they have. We hire. We hire. I shouldn't say we because I'm not a part of that. But uh, I, I mean, I'm I a honestly, fan. I need. I think I need to go shrink. Psychology. You haven't been it's, the same since this, this hiring is not, happened. This is not. I right. mean, you're the like the most energetic sports guy I talk to, and seeing you, you're it. like depressed. I can't. I can't get over it. I mean, it, it feels like it's bad, man. You know, maybe. That you're connected into this because you were supposed to be his Uber driver for the night. I was, and he he called and, me and didn't need me. Yeah, he <laughs> he said no, and now you're just heartbroken because the guy got the DUI. We're gonna yeah. talking about Tony Larusa. Yeah, the 76 year old <laughs> Hall of Fame manager, three time World Series champ. We're he, returning this guy who coached for the White Sox from the you know 79 to 86. He's got 522 wins with the. Ball club, yeah, but you know, yeah, and everyone talks. Everyone I talk to, that's on the the, the side. It, oh yeah, Tony's good man. You know, Tony did this. Tony did that. I said, you know what? Then if why don't we get Phil Jackson to come coach the Bulls again? Because he was so good too once a, once upon a time. Let's get him to come work with Zach Levine and the fucking boys <laughs> over here, and let's get Mike Dicka back for the Bears too. While we're at it, we get everybody back because you know everybody at one time won. They yeah, they were successful at one time. Yeah, well, I understand. I think but he's we been just out hire of the game. People with mustaches. Yeah. In Chicago. Right. I just I can't I just could not believe the coaches that were available, the managers that were available, they'll never be available again. Some of the guys look at Boston. They okay, Cora got his one year suspension for the whole baseball calling pitches thing, tipping pitches, whatever. What did Boston do? They brought him right back with open arms, the whole city. I'm back, baby, because we won when you were here. They didn't take the World Series trophy away. They, as far as I'm concerned, it's still in the case somewhere. And and my boy that went to the the Tigers, now he's in the division. AJ Hinch, that breaks my heart the most. I wanted him so bad. He was in the same spot with Houston. They brought him in. 
Bray is breaking through. Springer's breaking through. Bregman's breaking through. The young pitchers are breaking through. It was the same exact predicament. And we go hire Tony La Russa, so A.J. Hinch goes to the Tigers, who, by the way, are like the Sox three years ago. They're drafting well, and they got good players. Like, So it's very very frustrating. Like I was so excited about the year last year. I, was, I would take Rick Renteria right now, again, with a younger pitching coach and a younger bench coach or whatever over Tony La Russa. I would because I just I know it's not going to work. Tim Anderson, they can say whatever they want. Everything's going to be fine with the bat flipping. No, it won't. It will not. I just know it won't. Can you imagine the first time it happens in a huge, maybe like it's just a go-ahead homer in the sixth inning or something like that, and we get a huge bat flip, and here's Tony La Russa. He called the, uh, he called, <laughs> he called the baseball police. Yeah, let's, let's called Joe Torre and the boys. His boy Joe Torre, who's in the. Well, he's like the policeman for the MLB. He gives all the fines. He yeah, gives the but suspension. I mean, you know, what are they? all these unwritten rules they have right. in baseball. You can't show them up. Yeah, dude, I just hit a home run to take a lead. You're telling me I can't show emotion? You know what? That's not happening anymore. Yeah. Let these let these young kids have some fun. They're Everyone's bad-mouthing Tatis. Yeah. yeah, you can sit here and talk to these guys. How much Tim Anderson respects the game and loves the game and what he's trying to do to bring the African Americans back, you know, into yeah. the game of baseball. You can he, he's trying to tell them. You know how when you after you dunk and you have fun and you do that stuff when you're playing basketball or when you dance in the end zone when you hit do a pick six, you could do the same thing in baseball. You could show emotion too. He's trying. And and Tatis is trying and look, pitchers pump their chest and get all excited when they strike out a guy with bases loaded. I'm, hey, if I hit one that's going to go 500 feet, I'm flipping that thing to the moon, baby. You better believe it. I'm just, it's hard. Look, guys in baseball fail three out of 10 times. Hall of Fame guys, 300 hitters. I'm flipping that thing if I feel like it. It's just the way it is. Let's have fun. You know, keep winding the, the ball tight and let's have fun. <laughs> I like, like it, man. Don't come out and tell us now, Major League Baseball coming out and telling us, oh, whoa, we're not going to, we're going to make sure that the baseballs are what yep. they're supposed to be. Well, yeah, because we all knew, hey, we ain't idiots. Bud Seeley let everybody shoot each other up in the in the locker room. So we know, but it was the greatest summer ever, right? Yep. It was exactly. the greatest summer, and we all enjoyed the Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. You know, the and I, chase. And you, you hear the people say, oh, you don't, you, we didn't want a cheater here. We don't want A.J. Hinch here. He's a cheater. Well, you know, LaRusso was around the Bash Brothers when Canseco and McGuire were shooting each other in the ass with steroids. <laughs> Hey, if you guys are hitting 40, 50 homers a year, I'm not I don't see nothing. No. Keep hitting, boys. Hey, the, I don't want to I don't want to hear the whole cheating thing. Yeah, turn a blind eye, baby. Let's just have fun. I don't want to hear it, man. And and honestly, I, I gotta look up to see who the Royals manager is. But Tony LaRussa, I don't know who the Royals manager is, but I take Francona and I take Rocco Baldelli over his old ass any day of the week. That's the Twins manager and Detroit's manager. And I don't know who the Royals manager is, but I take him too. And I don't even know who he is. It could be anybody. Is it not, not still Ned Yost? Is he out of the league? I thought he retired. I, I thought that like they're doing the whole rebuilding thing, but yeah, it, maybe it might be Patrick Mahomes or something. In spare yeah, time. he's he's uh, he owns him, part owner. Yeah, <laughs> I take him to be the manager. The reason why I'm saying this is because when the sacks they're loaded, they're built to win. It ain't going to take much. Not going to take too much for them to a manager to sit in a dugout and. When you got Makata and Abreu and Anderson and the guys that they have, not going to take a lot, you know, 
of managing. You know, they're not going to have to you know, think up some kind of scientific <laughs> formula for them to win games. They're going to win games no matter what. With the staff they have, the pitching they have, the hitting, they're going to win. I mean, they, they were a playoff team with Rick Renteria. I don't think an old manager who's been out of the game not managing for years is going to make that much of a difference. I'm really having a hard time getting over it. It's going to take a while, maybe some winning or something, but I just don't think they can win at all, not with not with a. I know you discredited a lot, and I thought they should win out and hired AJ Hinch. He just that he wanted the job, but good old Reinsdorf is at it again. I got to get my buddy back. We did him wrong back in '83. One more thing I like to say is that Rick Hahn, they gave him the keys to the, to the organization. He when he first said we need to tear the whole thing down. You guys got to stop. Sign in the Adam LaRoches of the world. You got to stop sitting in the middle. It's not, not getting you anywhere. You got your, your farm system's terrible. What does he do? He trades sale. Boom. Trades Eaton. Flips Eaton for three stud pitchers, one of which who helped us land Lance Lynn. He got me on Makata. You get all these guys, you know, Kopech. He's another guy. He's out last year. He didn't play. But. You let him do everything. You let him build the whole thing and get almost to the end. It's time for him to get his manager. Everyone knew Renteria was a bridge manager like he was with the Cubs. He's the guy before the guy. And they, he wanted A.J. Hinch. He had a press conference the day before they announced LaRusa saying that we are looking for someone who with recent playoff experience, recent, recent. Who, who, 11-year who, hiatus. <laughs> He went through a rebuild who has dealt with this whole thing. Basically, he said A.J. Hinch without saying A.J. Hinch in the press conference. And the next day, Reinsdorf pulls the carpet out from under the guy and hires his buddy Tony La Russa. And, I, and Rick Kahn's press conference announcing Tony La Russa was so awkward. Dude, it was... Here's, the, here's Listen to this. Alyssa, we, got, we all got COVID. At the same time, Tony LaRusso got was the manager. That was bad timing. And I'm taking a listen to Olympia Fields because she still wasn't feeling good for the second time. And I'm listening to Rick Hahn talk about them trying to hire Tony LaRusso. And I just, I dropped her off at Olympia Fields, can't go in the hospital. I told Silas, I'm going to step right outside the car for a second. And I just got outside the car and screamed. Dude, people were looking at me like, this motherfucker's crazy. I, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking, my brain could not, I can't, I still can't. I, I just can't handle it. See, it's can't, man. But for Rick Hahn, I just think he got. I think he got the okay to say, "Hey, Jerry, being Jerry, saying, I need you to do this one favor for me. You know what? For these next two years or however you have this guy, because he ain't gonna be there long. I mean, he's seventy six. Yeah. I mean, we'd be lucky to get him in the eighties. Right. You you have free reign. You have free reign. And you go out and pull the moves that you need to do. Just make sure you're okay with me just a little bit. Right. See the money. But you wanted next, one favor. These next four yeah. years, let's let Tony LaRusso win a World Series. Because he wants to win a World Series. And good old Jerry, he might not be here that much longer. Right. He's, he's already really given up the Bulls to his son. His son's like running the Bulls now. <laughs> Man, I just can't. Here, here's my thing. If Larusa is here for two years, say, and they haven't won, and you, now you're in the predicament you are when Renteria was gone. You're looking for a guy to come in for long term. Like 
Now, is the guy in the clubhouse, is it the young pitching coach who was um, Giolito's coach in high school? Is that the guy you're grooming to be the next manager? Is the guy, you know, the bench coach the guy you want to? The problem with that is what if the Sox do really well, but they don't win, and that guy goes and gets a manager's job somewhere. Then where? Then what are you doing? I mean, this is, this is the problem. A.J. Hinch isn't going to be available in two years. Who's going to be available? I don't know. But in that particular year, it hurts so bad because I don't think those guys will be available again. I really don't. Yeah, because, I mean, like, and, and the biggest red flag we talked about a little bit is about the whole, you know, LaRusa being so old and kind of he not made, understanding He made a lot kid. of remarks about guys kneeling. Yeah. And the whole Sox team knelt the first game of the season. The entire team. And some proceeded to do it throughout the season. Um. Yeah, I mean, that stuff just doesn't go away. Hey, hey, we're all cool. No, no, no. I mean, those are your beliefs. It's fine. You know, everyone has their own beliefs, but I just think, it, dude, and when you're in a clubhouse for 162 games, you don't think <laughs> it's gonna, nothing's going to happen, you know? Something's going to Anderson's happen. very outspoken, very vocal and outspoken, and a lot of people like it and a lot of people don't, and yeah, I mean. That's the whole we'll thing. It just it, The relationship, the relation. How is he going to relate to these young players? Because they are all young. They are, yep. I mean, maybe different. because he speaks Spanish, everybody, you know, he's good. Yeah, see, I don't want to hear that. I've been hearing that as an excuse a lot, too. I've heard a lot of these excuses from Chief, by the way, who thinks this is going to be this is going to work out, and I told him it's not. Well, Chief still still wears that 83 Red Sox. <laughs> he's I mean, still got White all Sox. the pullovers sitting yeah. in the closet. He's dusting them off now. But my thing is, is um, you know, I heard Matt Holiday, who was on the Cardinals team the last year, Tony was there, and he said, Tony doesn't care about your family. He doesn't ask about your family. He's only worried about winning that day. Like He's so all baseball, all baseball, all business. Well, it's different now. You know it's different now. The guys want to express what they're thinking. They want to express the problems they might be having at home. It's not like everyone is is like wired like that anymore. It's not no, like you, that. I mean, you're when you're coaching these days, you are – Dad, your uncle, he's old whatever. enough to be a lot of them's grandpa. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you wear so many different hats when you're a coach. It just what day is it? What time is it? There's so many things that go into this. You mean you, you your best player might be, you know, coming up to call you, and the next day he's telling you to go kick rocks and all this kind of stuff. But in the end, they always need that support. And I don't know, man. Like you said, he's just there. He's all business. If if that's how you're gonna be, Don Cooper was that way, and a lot of the pitchers, especially the young pitchers, and you know, ninety percent of the roster, they they didn't get along with them. They want to talk about spin rate. They want to talk about these different things, and he didn't want to talk about it. Now is Larusa the same? I don't know. He's got to have an open mind. But the baseball is changing. Whether the old old you know regime guys like it or not, the guys got the cards in their pocket. They're looking at how they shift. There's a lot of things that are different now, and if and if you're not gonna get with it. It's almost like get with it or get lost because it's changing whether you like it or not, you know? And yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. You just don't know how he's going to act. And I, you know what? I, I want to say I have an open mind. You know, like you were saying about the Cubs. I was mad, but I got an open mind. How the season's going to go, but I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed, you know? I just am. Yeah, that's so, why you keep wearing that Blue Jays hat. Yeah, I, I, Alyssa asked me, why do you keep wearing the Blue Jays hat or whatever? Why don't you order a socks hat or whatever? I said, I'm not putting a socks hat on my head only to work. You get dirty because I'm so mad right now, I can't even do it. 
I'm I'm rooting for <laughs> Bo Bichette and little Vlad and little Biggio. Go go get them, boys in Toronto. Ryu pitching and Stroman. Oh, you know? well, you know, here's the thing. Marcus Stroman was a free agent pitcher. And he wouldn't come here because of Tony Larusa. Yes, he wanted. I think it's this a perfect is, example. I think this is where he wanted to come. He did because he knew he knew how much fun was going on in that clubhouse. Yeah, he knew what was going on, and he's seen. You know, he goes, "Man, I can be myself here. Right, I can be electric. I can go ahead and you know what? I don't know if he draws the bow out of it and shoots the bow and arrow. Yeah, I don't right. know what he does, but he's but he's very, he's emotional on the mound. He's very yeah, emotional. He's Zambrano every pitch. He's emotional. He's yelling. Yeah, that's what. Like I and, said, and what did he say? Oh, you hired Tony Russo. What did he say? Yeah, I'm out. See, ya. and then he went to the Mets. He stayed with the Mets. You know, right away he said that. What you know. Let's but just, here's a, like they traded Dane Dunning, who was, you know, part of the Adam Eaton deal. But they traded him for Lance Lynn. Stroman could have been that guy. You could have signed him without trading anybody. That's the thing. I mean, it, that was the first I think of many. Good luck. I mean, if he's the manager, a lot of guys are going to be that way. He said what he said, and he said it on Twitter. And I think he said it a few times about the kneeling and about. Oh, he doesn't like, and you know, some guys are like, you know what, screw it, man. Give me a young, go play for a young manager who's with it, you know, Rocco yeah. Baldelli. So, yeah, there, I mean, if you every time you're turning around, you're seeing a guy who just retired out of the league come and be, yeah, man, it's a usually manager, like a grinder or, player, too, yeah. you know. Well, that's like, it, you know, sometimes those great players aren't great coaches, right? It, it takes a special person because they, they've been through a lot of adversity, they've seen what it takes, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, know it, what seen it all, all yeah. aspects. A lot of time, the, the, the Hall of Fame guys, it comes so easy to them. Like, they don't know what hey, – it was easy for me. Why isn't it easy for you? Like, that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, you're only talking like Frank Robinson and, you know, I don't even know if Pete Rose had a great uh, record there. But. <laughs> I don't know. At the boat, how, how do you do it? <laughs> well, he only bet it on his teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but we're going to talk, we're going to move into like the free agency, the off season here, you know, this, the free agency season for the White Sox. I mean, there's, there weren't many teams spending money. No. So were you, I mean, there's no way that I would expect the White Sox to go ahead and make these splashes that they did because they have in the past, they haven't spent much money. Yeah. Adam Eaton's a, sorry, uh, here, once he leaves, I'm going to talk, think about, think about Adam Eaton. Just a, he's an asshole, piece of shit. He's the one that stirred all that stuff up with Sale and got Sale going. All LaRoche's kid. He's a leader in our clubhouse. You should stay. He was all one spearheading that. You know, he he loved Adam LaRoche. They're best friends. His kid deserves to stay in the clubhouse every day. And he's the he's one of the leaders here. And and Robin Ventura was the manager at the time. And he's like, this kid's got to get off the middle of the field while we're working, man. And I don't know what to say, but. Anyway, they bring them back, whatever. Um, well, they went out the cheap route. We don't know how much LaRusse is making, but he ain't making what A.J. Hinch and the boys are making, so they went the cheap route on the manager. But I didn't see Liam Hendricks coming, i tell you that right now. Not at all. He's a, a lot of people say he's the best closer in the game. He's a crazy Australian from down under. So he, he's a lunatic. I, I really didn't see much of him, but i seen him in the playoffs against the Sox locking it down in the playoffs. He's a nut. He, yeah, he's when nuts. You, you go ahead and look at his numbers. I mean, he's he a is. failed starter turned closer. Is what he is. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a lot of these great closers. Yep. You know, failed starters turn closers. They find, you know, sometimes those starters can't. 
they can't ever develop that third pitch or fourth pitch that they need. Right, or the, yeah. they can't sustain the velocity over the. Just let some of these guys go ahead, go in a bullpen, throw as hard as you can. Yep. You only need two pitches. <laughs> let's go and let's have fun. You know, yep. hey, cowboy up. And he's Yeehaw. he's a guy that he's got three plus pitches. You know, like I'm saying just three real good ones because he was a starter. So, I mean, I, I like it. I like what they're doing. I think it's probably my lifetime is the best bullpen they've ever had. Stuff. They got stuff, stuff, stuff. Aaron Bummer's probably, they said. I mean, I'm just saying MLB. You go to MLB, he's top. It's, besides Hader, he's probably top lefty in, in the league in the, out of the bullpen. And the second best is probably Crochet. They also got. Yeah, well, he's like, got to make sure he gets back. Yeah, and it's just, it's filthy. I mean, it, yeah, it's they're, filthy. they're, well, that was one of their strong suits last year was their bullpen. Yeah, you, know, you they, got the lead in the sixth inning. It's a, a lot of time. I and mean, when you have Lucas doing what he's doing at the top end, you can go five innings with these other guys because you're saving. I mean, he's going seven, eight innings. Right. And dude's, you're, you're saving, you're saving that he, bullpen. How, how many guys have you seen be the – he was the worst pitcher in all of baseball, statistic-wise. He, he tore it down and rebuilt himself. He give the guy credit. I thought he was going to be god-awful. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, well, you take a look. You're talking about that Don Cooper, Don Cooper thing. Let's take a look. He, go, he went back to his high school pitching coach, who is now the White Sox pitching, pitching coach. coach. What is he going to do for these other guys? Who knows what? Dylan Cease, Ronaldo Lopez. They yeah, need him we most. talk about what kind of stuff Lopez has. Yeah. I mean, he's got some filthy stuff. Yeah, he does. I mean, what did he have, a 16-strikeout game last year? Yeah, Lopez. I, I Out of the trade, when they when they made the trade, it was Giolito, Lopez, and Dunning. They said Lopez got the best stuff, and he still does. He just needs to learn how to be a pitcher. He needs to learn. I mean, he's – and that's the stuff like Cooper. He's just like almost – you're talking, what does it say, goes on deaf ears. Like he don't want to hear nothing. And Lopez needs, like, Ozzy and Big Frank are, were, like, the best. I, I like, though, when they're together, you know, because Frank's like, somebody needs to just tell that kid, dude, you got you throw 90-plus with a slider that's wipe out. Quit fucking nibbling. You're walking everybody and getting in all these jams. Just fucking challenge people, man. Like, he's got – Cease is the same way. Cease has got 60 pitches after two innings because he's nibbling trying to strike everybody out. Yeah. Can't pitch like that. No, know? and that you want to talk about who I thought the White Sox should hire. I thought they should really brought back. I mean, you're bringing up Ozzy. I thought they should have brought back Ozzy. I was on I was on the Ozzy train. It was A.J. Pruszynski rumored at one time. A catcher's usually good managers. I, if Frank Thomas wanted to manage, fuck, I'd let him manage. It's not going to take much. I, I said, the team is so good. What are you going to do? You're going to sit back, relax, and strap it down. Let them play. That's what you need let to these, do. Let them play. It ain't going to take, to me, the worst thing that could happen is when Joe, when, when Joe Madden kind of like lost it a little bit for the Cubs when he started tinkering too much, that's what I think is going to happen like from day one. La Russa invented tinkering too much. He invented that shit. All the pitching changes, well, now you can't do it. But before he was doing all the pitching, there'd be a guy throw one pitch and he's taking them out, you know. And but he invented that stuff, you know, batting the pitcher like eighth, and that's that's La Russa all day. So I think the worst thing that could happen is tinkering too much with the lineup and everything like that. They're so good top to bottom, you don't need to do that stuff. I hope, I really do hope that they're grooming the pitching coach. I'd like to see maybe me the manager. But you don't Elite see too many pitching coaches turn out to be managers. There's right. not many of them. That's true. Especially this guy, he went from being a high school pitching coach, which he had like four or five major league guys there, but he was with the Giants last year. He hasn't had much major league experience. 
But I'm glad they gave this. You know, I like at least they went and got some younger guys kind of fill in the back. The I mean, back they, of the I think the hitting staff. one hitting coach stayed, and they they brought in another one, and then the bench coach was he was with the Yankees, Mexican guy, I think. But yeah, I mean, it's a little Havana over there. You're gonna have to have some kind of. <laughs> I mean, just because Larusa speaks Spanish doesn't mean that he can relate. You he know? speaks Spanish. Yeah, that's all he does. But, speaks Spanish. Yeah. It, he can go he, make a pitch and change. Yeah, he, he, but he doesn't mean he can like, relate. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably <laughs> got enough, as much Spanish as he does working, for, you know, in the trades and then going to order my tacos, you know? Yeah. I know how to fucking do, say three words, you know, good game or bad game, you know? Yeah, yeah but then, and then they made a the big splash with the. Yeah. They traded their number five prospect. Lance Lynn, you got one year left on. Yeah, you got a one year deal. Yep. He's basically in a one year deal. Lance is a workhorse. Been pitching good. It's a hard place to pitch in Texas. Yeah, I mean, what do they call him? Tonka? Is that what they call him? He's a he's a truck, man. He's yeah. a big dude, throws hard. He throws still throws mid nineties. Pretty good. He was an all star last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you take a look at some of the stuff that he's had. I mean, just going through he had most games started since twenty nineteen, most innings pitched. He's he's second in the war, um, according to baseball prospectus as a starting pitcher. Uh, quality starts, tied for fourth. Wins, tied for fifth. Strikeouts, tied for fifth. I mean, that's all good things you want to hear. But, yeah. once again, he was down there in Texas. And what did Texas have to play for? Nothing. Nothing. How many meaningful games? He say his, his, I know his, all st- his playoff record is not that great, but he hasn't been in the playoffs in a while. I mean, he pretty much... He's figured it out down there, like so. He hasn't had a chance to pitch in the playoffs since he's like figured it out. He's he's become a better pitcher. He's he's the right-handed version of Cece when he let himself go. He's got the baggy pants on. He's got you know the big beard, but I, he's a solid number three. They needed it for playoff-wise. If you expect to be in the playoffs, you need three guys that can go out there. And you're confident we can score enough runs to win, and that's what they got in him. All now, you need is three pitchers. Who's gonna be like? For the rest of the season, who's going to be four and five? We don't know. I mean, Cease is going to be one of those spots for for sure. And then the other one, they're just they don't know yet. No, I'm curious. They, they re-signed Carlos Rodon. Those who's are a the draft bust. I, those are the rumors I keep hearing. Carlos Rodon, yeah, a, he sucks. His starter. Well, until Kopech Kopech can come back. Well, what I heard today is Kopech's going to start in the bullpen, which is the first. That's not a good move because the guy. Whatever you want to say, he's got mental problems. He was married, or he's married to that girl, the actress. Then he got divorced, all in the same. Then all of a sudden, he doesn't want to play in the COVID. He doesn't want the Sox to rush him back. So I don't know if starting him out of the bullpen is the right idea. I think he's harder. So if you're if you're not going to start him in the rotation, I'd put him in the minors until he's ready to be in the rotation. But it seems like the odd man out is probably Ronaldo Lopez. I don't think he's going to be a part of the long-term plans as far as rotation goes. I think he'll be a bullpen piece, a long relief or something. You know, with that, I haven't gone to the bullpen, messing with the guy's psyche a little bit who's had a messed up psyche. Do you put him down there? I think you just give him a shot, let him rip. Let's see what he's got. And if he ain't got it, you know what? It's time to move on. Because we we've had this, you guys had this project for what three years now, four years almost. Oh, a Kopech? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, look, it, he's in spring training. He hasn't pitched in three years almost. Like, he should be able to pitch opening day in the rotation. I don't understand what the problem is. And if he's not, put him in AAA till he's ready. He's a starter. He's a fucking starter. Don't. Rodon, you know what you're going to get from Rodon. He's no good. Put him in the bullpen. I don't care what his, he doesn't like it or not. He can fucking walk. But this guy cannot go in the bullpen. You know, like you said, he's already fragile already. Let the guy be the fifth starter and ride with it. But you know what? Here we go again. Oh, they need another lefty. And I have another lefty. Man, screw that. If you get you throw a hundred, you throw a hundred. So I don't want to hear lefty righty. That's that that's the rooster the rooster stuff now. So all these other guys, you know, he he started that stuff. He started and let's see where it leads him. But you know, White Sox have huge expectations coming into this year. Some people see them as you know, one of the favorites to win the World Series, to win the AL. I, I don't even think they're going to win the division. Wow. They're going to get another wild card, which I think the I honestly think, on paper, position by position, the Sox have the best players in the American League. Like, position by position. But as far as team goes and putting it together and winning games, Minnesota's just better at it. They're just, Sox, they're changing La Russa. You don't know how things are going to work out. Minnesota's bringing back Cruz. They got Donaldson. They got, you know, oh, they, they just know what they're doing. They just do what they do. You know, Cleveland's not going to be the same. They'll be in third probably, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I found? It, is Monty Grandal is one of the best catchers. I mean, I, I watched him last year, man. He didn't. He doesn't impress me that much. I don't know. I, I, just, I, I thought the same thing with you. I think James McCann. Yeah, he, he's gone. He's gone. How was Gilito gonna? Does, does that affect Gilito at all? For sure, that was his personal catcher. They, you know, they spent all the money on Gradal, man, the highest paid catcher in the league. You can't sign McCann, I guess. You know, everyone's hurting for money, even though he made profit the last twenty years. But they got Zach Collins. He's another top ten pick. Gotta let him play, I guess. I mean, I guess that's what they're thinking. Guy can't. He's terrible behind the plate, though. He's about as bad as Schwarbs was when he's behind the plate the first couple times I've seen him. The only couple times I've seen him behind yeah, the plate. Yeah, well, that was, that was short-lived. But, I mean, the guy can hit. He's a left-handed hitter. They don't have many lefties, you know. And the problem is McCann, it's just when the battery works, it works. I Dude, so many balls got by Rasmani Grandal. He might be good at framing, but he ain't good at throwing guys out. He ain't good at blocking. Well, I'm glad he can hit, and maybe he's a nice guy. Well, know. maybe he finds a role as a DH. I don't know. You know, they're looking for that DH spot, and I think that DH spot's going to be open. It's, it's, it's going to be a revolving door, pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah. just going to be. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Committee. Minnesota. Who's penciling that DH? Ellie Cruz, Ellie the Cruz. boomstick baby, he's going to hit 50. You know, it's they just got it figured out. Like they they do what they do. Rocco can manage too, man. So yeah, that's the thing. You don't have to worry about. But you know, Tony can manage too. Tony can manage too. We'll see. And Minnesota's uh, bullpen's really good. They got one other really good. Their starting pitching isn't as good. They got Barrios and uh, Maeda had a pretty good year, actually, last year. And to Maeda coming come from the Dodgers. Dodgers. yeah. But I just think the Sox will be a, a wild card team, but they ain't going to make it to the World Series. They'll, uh, they'll probably win, either win the first round. I don't see them getting past the Yankees. And who's going to be out west? Probably Oakland again. Yeah, Oakland. Boston might be back in it. Boston's like, um, you know, it's up. Toronto was a playoff team last year. They're decent, man. If they can get some pitching. They actually, 
they did get a couple pitchers and Toronto might be in the mix just because they can hit, man. I don't think I don't even think they're gonna go to go to the AL uh, American League Championship. But you got Rick Hahn saying World Series or bust. Yeah, well, hey, whatever you want. See, he also wanted manager, and that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I think that they're just gonna have a hard time putting it all together. You know, when you have a, a new leader in the clubhouse, you it's either gonna work like really well from the get go, everyone. But here's my thing: the Sox, the year they had last year. They needed an MVP season out of Abreu, basically AL Rookie of the Year season out of Luis Robert, and Tim Anderson almost hit for a batting title again. Giolito was unhittable. All those things got to happen, and they got a wild card. Now, a lot of things happened. The games were blown in bullpen and manager decisions. Okay, maybe five, but it was not like they were running away with things. That's all I want to say. Like there's Minnesota is very good too, and Cleveland with Francona will compete. Yeah, but when you have a bullpen like you guys do and you have these young guys, you know, Luis Roberts, hopefully he figured out how to hit. In the he went through leagues. a really bad slump in the second half. But, but I mean, yeah. just look at Yohan Makata. Yep. You take a look at him and his growth over the past few years. You know, he had – it took him a couple years yeah. to settle in, and hopefully it won't take as long for Luis and it was a weird year. For, he got like COVID like when it first came out. That dude never recovered from it. Like yeah, he had he, a down year. Yeah, he always, he always complained about his breathing, not being yeah. able to catch his breath, always tired and all right. that kind of stuff. So, you know, those are the things you, you just look for. I, I I expect some big things out of these things, out of these White Sox. I expect them to be in that championship Championship game. race, yeah. I, I do. I can see them, you know, catching – Beating whoever they meet, because yeah. I you like their one you know one two three punch. Giolito yep. is he he's lights out man. He can when pitch you can, and he loves it. He's, he's like a two pitch pitcher too. He's fastball change and it's and it just comes at you. He comes at you with it. Not a deception. He he loves it and I just being that guy at the top of the order. Hey man, I hope I I want them to do. Well. I'm a still a fan. Hard time with it. That's what they do if they go all the way. It's great. I love it. You know, I just I think there's going to be problems. Still, my eyes tell me otherwise. You, you just clubhouse problems. That's what you keep coming back to. The man. Yeah, I don't problem. think it's going to be a good like feng shui. However you want to, it's not going to gel right. You know, I just don't. I could be wrong, but do you see them just saying, "Hey, Tony's sick. He's got to go." <laughs> Tony's yeah. He, Derby Meyer, he's got heart problems now all of a sudden. Yeah. I think if it, it becomes an issue that, look, we were just talking. We can't even find how much his contract's for. It's like a big secret. It just says multi-year deal. doesn't say how much per year. doesn't say there's an option, right? I mean, we you can't find no, it either. No, I can't find it anywhere. I looked and it's, looked It's and like looked. A, a big mystery or something. Because so. I, I was assuming like it was going to be like a, you know, usually most of the contracts are like three to five years. I'm like, you know what? They're going to take care of his guy. Right. And then I looked at his age. I'm like, okay, so it's probably a four-year deal. Get him to he's 80. Right. You know, get him to the wheelchair and see what happens from or the there. the scooter. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Makata. Hey, hey, hey. 
about uh, about your rap video or your new music video. Speaking of that, what you think of it? <laughs> hey, you know, Mancada, hey, COVID's over. He's feeling good. He's he got his breath. It's fine. It looks fine to me. Oh, he's hitting all of them notes, huh? Oh yeah, he's he's new Latin lover, man. Oh, they they were it just you know once I heard they heard him talking about it on the radio. I had to. Go ahead and the, oh yeah, one hundred percent. And they were talking about who's got the better prospects, the White Sox or Yoan Moncada's <laughs> lady, oh, ladies in the video. In the video, yeah. Oh yeah, Moncada, man, classic. It's, it's hilarious. I I think it's funny, man. Yeah, I I don't know what's. I just think I like I said. I hope, man, ALC World Series. Let's do it. But I think there's going to be some issues. And then I, I could be proven wrong, and I hope I am. I hope everything works out. I really do, but man, oh man, I'm having a hard time. Damn. Ah, uh, you do. Don't worry about it. You didn't have to wait a hundred, hundred plus years here. I mean, I, I mean, I seen the Sox how they won it last time. It just all the things came together, and a bunch of like ragtag group of guys. You know, what I mean, you can win it. You get hot. Tampa Bay almost went on a streak and won it, but. This this roster they have, you got Andrew Vaughn, who's a top ten guy. He's gonna DH, probably gonna be on the team. Maybe Jake Berger too. They're loaded. Their their talent is crazy, crazy, crazy. So yeah, I could see anything happening. I mean, they have and they have the like you're saying they're they're young and they can go ahead and if they need to make a move, yeah, they right. can make a move. I mean, honestly, just being realistic, like if they wanted to go out and get Trout, like a guy of that caliber, they got the prospects to do it. Like they got six guys they could. There's top, I think at the top 100 prospects, they got like five. Got the guys. And hey, will you take Chris Bryan on the south side? Yeah. I'd take him for what, you know? Guys that haven't touched the majors yet? Yeah, for sure. And you take like two, three pitchers that haven't touched the right majors. Field? Put them in right field? Sure, yeah. Well, yeah. I sure would. Or DH, which, hey, if you're not feeling too good today, just hit today. Got that over here in the American League. I'd take him in a harpy. I, I think that yeah, I means just a bum. I, I don't like him. He had a terrible year last year. I mean, I don't know what kind of production they're trying to get if they want to get like a guy at the top of the order or something. Maybe that's why, but I don't get it. Let's see what, what their lineup's shaking out. Anderson leading off, Eaton, Rendall batting third, Abreu, Jimenez, Mancada, Robert Engelman. See, Mancada's good when he's hit second. The great number two hitter, man. When they drop him down, it's. I, you know what? He has a really good eye, and he gets on base a lot. When he's at the top of the order, he does do that. He'll he'll take his walks and stuff. When he's at the bottom, he like turns in like Baez, you know, swinging at everything. But you know, but you got Adam Eaton now, so you know hey, we got to put him down down at the bottom, you know, because Adam Eaton's in town again. He was your guy. I mean, I I still think he's uh, Aaron Rowan. Everybody thinks he's uh, the next coming Aaron Rowan. You oh know, yeah, like, all right, right. They, everybody loved Aaron Rowan. Oh. Sox loved him so much they traded him right after they won the World Series. <laughs> For Big Jim. Big Jimmy. <laughs> Ryan Howard was breaking through, man. They had to get rid of Big Jim with the Phillies. I remember that. Yeah, you had to, you had to make room for Mandrigal, him. Mandrigal's a good player, too. And a lot of people were saying how good he was defensively. He's horrible. I mean, I'm talking like I watched them. Like When they played 60 games, I swear I watched every game because it was 60, you know? And I'm thinking, I'm, Chief would call me up. Mike, I, I, I heard all this stuff about Madrigal being a, a gold glover. He's terrible. <laughs> and in the playoffs, and a couple times, he booted a couple balls in the playoffs, base running errors. 
I mean, that's all you heard about. The guy was so smart. He's a smart. He's, you know, David Eckstein. He's like smart. You know, he's, I don't know. Well, he can hit, though. That's well, for, yeah, it's 300. I mean, that's for sure. That middle of the infield is not too tight, huh? No. Anderson's terrible defensively, too. He got love the guy. He can hit and all that, but he sucks defensively, too. I mean, he led the majors in Harrison. 2019. Hey, you're not going to get hey, – this is a thing. You're not going to get, like, the false hope the Sox are the best every year for me. I'm a realist. <laughs> I see the guys make errors, and I'm ready to throw something at the TV. And Anderson's with the guy that will make the impossible plays and boot all the routine ones, which makes you go crazy. You know what I mean? Jesus. Makata, for as much as they like, he got slack for being defensive like liability, dude, he's good over there at third. He's, he's real good. He does a nice job over there at third. You know, not, he's settling in that position. Yeah, he wasn't so good man, up the middle. Cause he was a third baseman like when he came over when Boston tried to make him into a second baseman because they had that Devers, you know. And um, he wasn't so good, but man, he's really he figured, he's good at third baseman. He's good, man. I like he's my favorite player on the Sox. Him and Robert are my favorites. Uh, yeah, like Luis Robert that far down in the lineup. He no no way drop Yasmani Grandal down. You know? They're not. They're paying him way too much money. They're not dropping him. He's a middle of the lineup guy. This eight nine guy. I don't that that Robert, oh man, he's when he's on, man, he went on that streak in the beginning of the year. He was balling. Well, no? you take a look at it. And you know, and I always like to look at lineups here, you know. Granted I had never managed at this type of level, but I always look like you go one through six and then you restart your lineup again. You know, or one through five, restart that lineup. Get a get a number one hitter type guy in there. Yeah, he's gonna get, on, get base. on base and and start. Can't have something. a bunch of slugs. No, and start and start something. You know, and he's kind of that. You if you look at it, if he's going to bat, you know, in six and fifth in the sixth or seventh spot, he is gonna sit there and, and rejuvenate that lineup. Turn it over. Get it back to the top of the order. Right. And you know, Eloy, bless his heart, he's. Such an adventure out in left field. You just tell that kid if the ball's over your head, just turn around, play it. Too good of a hitter. big arm, just let it yeah, rip. Yeah, and Angle uh, is going to play a lot of outfield, and Eloy's going to DH quite a bit, which he doesn't want. to But you know, that up to you. Going to DH. Angle's a good. He's a good defensive player. I can't stand the guy, but I think he's like a. Like the the gnat at the barbecue that just won't leave you alone. Like he won't go away. <laughs> All these guys we keep drafting in the top ten, and we're still running Adam Engel out there in playoff games. I don't understand. But no, you can't do that. But I mean, you look at Eloy moving over to first, or no? You, you Abreu doesn't want to give that up yet. You know what? I honestly thought like it worked when they had James McCann. You know, and Abreu would DH, and, and a lot of times Grandal would go play for. And had to catch a lot of times. He's, he needed his bat too. He could hit. And now that Collins, if he could come around and hit, you know, I could see like, you know, Grandal going to first and then Abreu D. Collins catch. But yeah, I, I like Abreu at first. He, he gets knocked a lot. I thought, I think he's a pretty decent, he's a equity enough for spaceman. You know, he's not like terrible over there. Yeah, I mean, he's no Freddie Freeman doing the splits or anything, but the guy, he picks the stuff that he you know, I I just don't see their Grandal thing. I never really never have. You know, I, well it was hard. He's when, a good playoff player. He's good in the postseason. It was hard when you had McCann coming off the year that he had. You and you and signed. Then him. You went. Yeah, you and then you went out and signed Yasmani Grandal that next year. Yeah, it's great. 
and you you get that splash from the big free agent. I understand it. I get it. But then as the season progressed and you seen the comfort level right. that Giolito was establishing with McCann. And then Keuchel established it with McCann too. Like all of a sudden this is becoming a trend. So what do you do with this guy you're paying almost $30 million for? Now he can't catch two out of your five pitchers? <laughs> your best two? I mean, that's not uh, a predicament uh, I want to be in. No, no. no. It's just, it, it was just, I think he's a little over, like you said, a lot of the money these guys are making, man, if you want the guy, overpay to get the guy, I guess you have to. But. Oh, man, I, like, eating at the top of the order, it drives me crazy. Got it, Robert should be up there, but, you know, Tony's the man, you know, he's got, he's a Hall of Fame baseball person. Or, you know, that's what he told the cops, try to get a baseball person. Want to so, see my rings? Yeah, you want to see my rings? Or cops say, "Oh, you want to see the the drunk tank?" Here, there it is. But yeah, the pitching staff is. I, I don't want to see Rodon. You got Gilito one, Keiko two, Lynn three. That's we all know that's going to happen. Um, I think C should be four and Kopech should be five. There's no reason ever to put Carlos Rodon in the starting rotation because you already know he's not good. Like I thought they re-signed him maybe for like a long relief guy. You know. Starter just doesn't have it one day. You throw him in there. Oh, they told him that he's going to get a look at that number five spot. You know what? With Tony Russo managing, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Maybe maybe this new pitching coach can uh, fix him. Yeah. Maybe. I think this has got Tony Russo written all over it. We need another lefty in the rotation. No matter how good or bad, he's going to be in there. I- we just go right, left, right, left, right, left. Yep. That's what's going to happen. And ABA, we select start, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep it, keep it like they were doing in the seventies. Just keep rolling with it. Got to have a lefty in there. That don't don't mind that Kopech and Cease can throw you know hundred plus whenever they feel like it. Yeah, just get the lefty in there. Guy that's had like seven seventy five shoulder problems, and arm surgeries. You know. Yeah, well that's the way we drafted them. Yeah, true. That's the way you guys right out of NC State. Yeah, everyone has to have Tommy John within the first three years of the White Sox organization, so you don't have to have it again. And then, then we get seven good years out of you, and then, you know, whatever. Maybe they just have – maybe Reinsdorf has stock in time. You know, you know what's a funny thing, like, before we end the sock show? is like, okay, so Giolito's eventually going to have to get paid. There's a guys coming up on the socks that got to get paid. That their, like, rookie time or whatever, your service time is almost up. You know, like uh, Tim Anderson, he got, like, a middle-of-the-road deal, but I think he's got two years left. And Joel Makata, he's the – he just got locked up. Robert got locked up. Jimenez, like kind of like on the cheap. And Abreu's got two years left. Signed the same at all. So everybody like hit offensive wise. You're talking about pitching. Hey, you better hope some of them young fellas. I honestly think they'll probably sign Giolito, but Keiko won't be here after his deal. I don't think they'll re-sign Lance Lynn. He'll be gone. I think you're trying to get this year out of him because they win it. Well, if they win the World Series, you coming back Lance Lynn yeah what if they don't he see, see how he did yeah yeah we did because they they got do they got they got more young guys are coming up. I mean they like that Garrett Crochet he's he's a starter there's not a spot for him right now but he's a starting pitcher but if if he does what he does in a bullpen why why change it I don't know I maybe he's they say he's a future starter 
Because if they just signed that Liam Hendricks, they got Aaron Bummer for. Hey, I mean, oh, that's your setup man and closer. So they're they're built to be good. They they really are. Well, I mean, these are good problems to have. There is get so many guys, you don't know where to put them. I guess that is. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't even know that Andrew Vaughn. I want to see how he how he does. It seems like he's coming out of the gates as the DH. DH. He's an interesting looking guy. I don't know if he just doesn't he doesn't like have any eyebrows. I think he's like a ginger, but he just kind of like when he takes his helmet off, as it's like the TV. He's just an interesting looking cat. It's a whoa, huh? Yeah, it's a whoa. Like he doesn't have eyelash or eyebrows. But hey, if he rakes, he rakes. You know. But he he's just like I didn't know I. I honestly thought he was he would just look different. Then I seen him last year in one of those pickup games. Oxford just place before yeah. the season. Oh, who the hell is that guy? And then it's like oh, that's that prospect. So we'll see. He's supposedly got the best eye. You know, you hear all the. He's Everybody, got the best eye, man. He's got the best, the best eye. eye. And he's got the. He's got easy power, easy pop. You know, and all this shit. The only problem that they have is they're so right-handed dominant. They go against a good right hand to start. Like you seen the stats last year against lefties, they murdered left. Like for a while, they didn't lose a game against no. one. And uh, it was the same in the playoffs. That Manaya, he got lit up. They lit him up. But right handed wise, they remind me of the uh, like five years ago Blue Jays, Jose Batista Blue Jays when they had Carnacion and those guys. A against lefties, they they, they killed him. But righties come through different stories. Yeah, because so. that was one of the big stories coming out of that first game against for the White Sox and the, the A's. How they went ahead, went ahead and started that lefty starter. They they did it anyway, and he got yeah. smoked. Yeah, because I think all year, right? They didn't lose against the left. It could have been. Yeah, I remember some stat like that, and or so. Oh, you can't just throw this against the White Sox. This is what they do. This is what they do the best. They just went out. They said, <laughs> "No, we're going to do it," and they almost yeah, they almost backfired. Yeah, they, exactly. they were able to score late. But I, there, that's there. If there's a. a Problem in the lineup. That's why a lot of people thought maybe they should have went out and got Brantley, went out and got a lefty just to solidify the DH spot, you know. But hey, because Vaughn's right-handed, another pro- that Jake Berger, he's a prospect. He Adam Eaton's left. Yeah, but you're saying the same thing, you know. Well, well, that's a problem. You got this manager Tony Larusa, who's you. You got to balance the lineup with lefties and righties so you can get, keep putting these. Uh, pitchers in a position but now you have to face three batters so what the heck's the difference a lot different than i think if you what is it if you finish an inning you could be done or something like that correct it's different the game goes by faster i know that that there's not as many trips to the mound either yeah we'll see and uh well i know that from firsthand experience because willie would run out there after every pitch because he didn't know how to catch five years ago (laughs) Yeah, Willie, even John Lackey really didn't see Lackey's always yelling at him, stay down. Oh, man, he's screaming at that. He's, when he up to when he was young, man. That he's was a rookie. Guy. Man, everybody in the MLB could have picked Yeah. Yeah, that, and I think the only guy that, uh, looking like forecast in the baseball season, my boy Albert Tang. Machine, this is. Did he, did he really announce it or his wife announced it? Yeah, I think she, they said it. It's pretty much. He didn't come out and say it, but I think it's. So, like, what is his contract's up? Yeah, so if you want to go ahead and talk, I mean, I mean we got 
We got a few minutes left here. We can go ahead. He's the best hitter I ever seen. My my life. Best hitter you ever seen. I, like when I was a kid, like he's been playing since I was a kid, and all the way through now, I'm like, he just the way he did it, man. He, yeah, I was a huge Frank Thomas fan. I think hit Frank and like I was a little too young for Frank. Yeah, like, Frank and Manny Ramirez were just as right-handed hitters. They were just incredible. Um, you know the dominant run that Frank had in those like first eight years in the league. He just they hurt. And he called him a big hurt for a reason. Hurting the ball all over the yard. Yep. It didn't matter. He'd spray that thing all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know if I'm biased or whatever because he was in the, Cardinals, the Cardinals and yeah. he just destroyed us every year. Yeah. But I want to know. I think he's related in the steroid era. He he, I think he's he's one guy. You know, the, all these guys call him scathed. I think he he was part of it. Think so. He's uh, they've never been. He's never tested positive, right? No, it's just well, a, a lot of guys. It's kind of like the David positive. Ortiz thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but those guys are going to be first in. You know, these like David well, Ortiz. Albert, Albert I, didn't, being. I didn't. I didn't take it, but he'll be in the Hall of Fame before all these other guys. That's another topic for another day. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. Well, I I love Albert. Him and Griffey are the two best hitters I ever seen. I mean, well, left side, right side. I the machine, man. Hey, left field, third base, first base. Played all three positions, all started all three. I like he's my guy. He was a good baseball player. You gotta give him credit. He's he, a gold glover. I mean, he was a gold glover he, at he first. He played the game, he played it hard, and you know, he always carried that like three twenty average with like thirty five home runs, hundred and ten yeah. RBIs every year. You just you couldn't get the guy out. Quiet. Yeah, he didn't say much. Yeah, I, I was a I'm a big Albert fan. Big fan of the machine. Yeah, him him and Griffey. Like I remember Griffey when I was young, but like when I really started watching, he was already with the Reds and he's hurt all the time. I remember being a young kid being like, man, it, like from the left side, he was. Yeah, see, like to me, but people forget how great of a hitter Barry Bonds was. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, we talk about. He either walked him or he's hit a home run. I mean, for that run there that where, run. The, where he couldn't fit in any. Yeah. He had to get. He the, was just jacked. That's yeah. when they came out with the flex fit hats. Yeah. Yeah, his hat size tripled, you know. But, I mean, he. People can say what they want to say about it. Baseball knew about it. They let it happen. Bud Selig let it happen. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Put these guys in. What I, I let just, it happen? I think they deserve a separate. If they deserve a separate wing, they deserve a separate wing. Call it the steroid era wing. Call it whatever you want. They produced during that era. They balled out. They balled out. You can't out. deny what they did. It's and that's the one thing that baseball is so numbers oriented. Yep. All these. What are you doing? What this year, doing nobody even got guys? in. Nobody even got in this year. Right. It's sad. What are you doing with those guys and their numbers? Because when you go into the Hall of Fame, they have the plaques up there yep. with all the records. Like <laughs> their names, their are, names there. are there. Yep, they You're have right. home runs. They have the baseballs. They have bats. They're still in the Hall of Fame. Like, I remember Chief telling me when he went with you guys, he said Pete Rose has so many artifacts in that place. It's a fucking shame that he's not in there for real. His bats, his everything's in there. He's the hit king, you know. Yeah, he's banned from baseball because he bet on 
when he was managing. Oh, we don't know. You know, that's the number one rule. He was rule. throwing games. The unwritten rule again. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Yeah, Tony LaRusso. Maybe he's a police. In my, when, I, when I was really starting to watch and Steroid, the greatest summer, you know, they did a 30 for 30 on it. To me, it was kind of like a, it was a BS 30 for 30 because they could have dug deeper if they wanted. But they should have dug deeper. They should have. And, you know, and Brady Anderson's all of a sudden hitting 30, 40 bombs, and 50, Brett Boone's hitting fucking bombs. 50 bombs. And, and they were leadoff hitters, you know? It was awesome. It made me get more into it. I wasn't as into it. I got more into it. In my opinion, in that era, everybody was on it. Some form of something. If you're on it and I'm on it and I'm still better than you, so be it. I'm just better. That's how I look at it. I, I look at it as everybody was on it. And if you're a Hall of Famer being on it and I'm just a mediocre guy being on it, then that's the way it shakes out. See, my, and my thing is to ask anybody who's a big sports addict or whatever, and, hey, if someone came to me and said, hey, this is going to make you hit 30 bombs, 40 bombs a year, 50 bombs, yeah, give it. I'll yeah. try it. Yeah, I'll try it, right? Oh, yeah. Why not? I mean, here's the thing. A lot of those guys at Brandy Anderson, I mean, I'm, I'm barely hanging out. I'm a leadoff guy or whatever. Got a lot of people forget it got that man paid. Got him paid. I'm two years of being out of the league. Two bad more years of being out of the league. Or I'm going to set my grandkids up for life, my kids and my grandkids. Give me, tw I'll take two times the amount you're telling me. For real. I mean, a lot of guys thought of it like that. You know, Andy Pettit, a lot of people forget about him. He said, yeah, I was on it. I got hurt so much, I would come back twice his time, and I'd be right back on the mound pitching. Yeah, and seeing that's what... You don't have uh, to throw 100. He wasn't throwing 100. And a lot of people do forget about that. You play 162 games. It's a long season. A lot of them took it just to make their bodies last. Yep. I mean, it helped them recover quicker. Exactly. Yeah. I, just like anything, you could abuse something. If, it, if your trainer's telling you, man, if you take a minimal dose of that, you'll stay pretty healthy through the a lot of guys like Andy Pettit probably were doing that. You know, he didn't. He wasn't all of a sudden throwing 98, and he's probably just maintaining, doing his thing. A lot of guys probably did triple the dose. Barry Bonds, all of a sudden, his hat size is too big, and he can't fit in any clothes anymore. There's different guys. You know, you you could take it different. But hey, if I'm a, if I'm Brett Boone or Brady Anderson or whatever, hey, look, either I'm out of the league or I'm taking it and getting better. Dude, I'm getting another contract, man. Thirty million, forty million. Setting your family up for life. Seems like a small risk to take to me. I'd do it in a heartbeat. That's all it meant. Hey, I get stronger and we start. I mean, they were just looking. Look at McGuire. You know, the guys are like, he's been on it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to get on it. You know, that's how it goes, you know. But it's a, it's a, it's a good topic because a lot of people, the old school people, oh, it's wrong, man. It's wrong what they're doing. At that era, everybody was on it. It's, everybody it's like, was on some form or something. Yeah. I, and I'm a, a kind of like a firm but. I'm a believer in that. For sure. Is it, you know, what, the amphetamines that they were taking. Yeah. To, yep. you know, to have the energy to go out there and perform every yeah, day. speeders or whatever they're taking. Yeah. Right. And, it, like, I watched uh, the Doc Gooden and uh, Daryl Strawberry 30. And, you know, back then it was it was cocaine and speed. He's like, look, we'd party all night and then go play. It wasn't necessarily steroids make you stronger, but it was stuff to make you hype to get through a game after partying all that. it was a different stuff that everybody was on but they were on it in the 80s you know and uh now and you go to the early 90s and everybody's on 
look at Canseco and Maguire, like, dang, look at them fellas down there in California. You know, everybody jumps on it. It always is a copycat type thing. And once again, you don't, you're not going on holding his stuff, that kind of stuff right. like that. But you sit here and just. Oh, athletes are always looking for. Latest. Now it's, that was uh, hyperbaric chambers and stuff that's different. But and what, you know, and what people didn't know back then, like the investment, like LeBron and Tom Brady and Russell Wilson make into their bodies is just, yep. you know, it's, that's a multi-million dollar. Remember T.O. trying to get healthy to play in the Super Bowl? He was the first one. Yeah. It's like, I'm sleeping in the hyperbaric chamber. I'm, I'm healing twice as fast. He was the first one to like have one of those things. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Then Lance Armstrong was doing it with, uh, well, they called it blood doping or they're able to not get tired as fast. Yeah. I mean, there's all, it's like you said, there's always an edge, man, all the time. Everyone's always looking for one. Now it seems now it's like the ADHD, like stuff with the players. That's what like a lot of guys being oh, like the Adderall, whatever. like uh, more focus, like easier, hard, easier to hit while you're on it. You know, you can really focus. But yeah, that's that's like the new. Well, yeah, just go to Urban Meyer's doctor. He'll he'll hook you up and get you a pers- script for it and say you got ADHD. You know, take it. Oh, <laughs> back to bashing the old Gator. Yeah. Poor Urban, man. <laughs> hey, like Chief will say, winning cures everything. You start winning, people start forgetting. Oh, they, so, they do. But uh, what have you done for me lately, you know? Yeah, let's just keep in mind, just everybody stay safe, stay yeah. healthy, stay away Remember, from all that extra stuff. When you're going to a party, BYOM, bring your own mask. If you feel a little, you know, start to get warmer out, start being, hey, make sure you're still safe. Just because it's warm, the COVID's not going in. Yeah, even after you received your second shot. Yeah. You know, second shot I heard is a doozy. Oh, I, I had people it. Been, yeah, I got you it. You got the second one. Yeah, my second one was Thursday. Yeah, did you get yeah. a little, feel a little, little you, body ache? You know what I had? I didn't have like real bad body aches, but it was funny because in the first, you know, you have to sit there for fifteen minutes for like evaluation period after a shot. So basically, like Tyrod Taylor with the shot. Yeah. Before you got. To- <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you breathe real quick? Make sure we didn't puncture your lung. I think something's wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. so I sat there and then like, like it was almost me like, and now that I'm talking about it, I can feel it again. Yeah. I just felt like I, cause uh, after my first one, I had like deep shoulder, like it was like deep in my shoulder, like right, pain. Right. The pain, not yeah. like on the outside of my arm, mm-hmm. like deep in my shoulder. And then like this one, I just felt like it went into the shoulder and like was creeping up in my neck. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Easy. That, yeah, so, hey, that, hey uh, a lesser person would have really freaked out. I'm yeah, telling so you. Yeah. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, good thing I was like getting occupied. I stuff to, you know, I had to get back to work. Kind of occupying me for the day. But later on that night, I just got a bad headache and I couldn't sleep. Like it, it took me, I, I was up all night. You know, it was like an hour here, hour there and two hours here. And, and then it, continued and i had a headache through saturday so really like three days yeah wow three days yeah, like i heard was, i heard the second one is a yeah and i've you know i ran into some other people and you know, one of my brothers who just he's like man i spiked the temperature and oh, wow. i was just in bad shape for for a few for a few hours five yeah. five hours four really? hours yeah wow. he's just like man i thought i had it but you know that's the sign of it working though too 
Well, your body's your going body's ahead and fending it off and biting it off, right? And that's how when I when I initially got, it, I remember being at work like, oh, you know, all of a sudden I was like, damn, like I, you know, you get like the cold sweat, like you know, you have like a temp, and I'm like, I feel all right, but all of a sudden my body's like not right. And then I went home and I was fine, you know. And all of a sudden, like two days later, everybody's calling me, dude. <laughs> you got COVID, and I'm like. My test to come back because I gave it to everybody, man. Oh, I felt boy. terrible. But it, it really didn't hit me. It almost hit me like you're saying, like just for a period of time. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm all right. It, you know? I did. I did have later on that. Well, later on in the day, I did get like the cold sweats. I was like, what the heck is going on? Like I was sweating. I'm sitting there wiping my. Yeah. You can feel it. Getting all clammy. Yeah. And uh, I did get that. And then later on that night, like late at night, probably like 10 o'clock I was out taking the new pup out and my legs just felt yeah they're just so heavy and I so definitely more side effects with the second than the first yeah but that's what they said you know they to- told you that initially they, yeah right? everybody said they're seeing more side effects. so what what is it one. it's just different strand each time that they're shooting you with I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I really know. don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't dive into it. I just felt like oh, basically my whole family's gotten the first one. They're waiting for the second one. Yeah, I just felt like you know, for us to move forward, this is the only thing I can do to help. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. So you had to get it through school. School, yeah. Good job. School, yeah. So they they were supposed to do something for the electricians, like set it up, like excellent. And I was thinking about getting myself. Just hey, man, what if they hit you with hey, you got to have show like records. To- certain things like you see that's what vaccine. i was afraid of too you you know if we go on vacation you want to fly you well if you don't have a vaccine you ain't flying yeah and if you have an opportunity get it now rather than maybe it's, you won't have the opportunity when everyone else finds out you're not going to be able to do go do certain things when if you don't have it you put it's a be rush a high, order. high demand for it but you know and everybody's well you, you don't know what you're putting in your body i don't want to put other things in my body i don't know i said well there's a lot of you know i eat tons of food <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. I don't know what chemicals are sprayed on those things. I heard about the Subway tuna. And I eat it. Eat Subway tuna? I haven't in years. But I, you, heard, you heard the story, though. No, I don't. Like, this stuff don't. Oh, they, they, they did a thing where they got Subway tuna and took it to the lab. And there was no traces of tuna fish in it. I don't know what. I don't, I don't know. Okay. It's well, just like one of those things. Taco hell, you know. You, you throw you you. I, I'll throw down. You know, in my days of drinking, I would throw down ten. You know, before I even got something to drink, I'd be. I was. I'd throw all the sauce on it and just. Taco Bell is still one of my. <laughs> still favorite. a go-to. Yeah. Still one of my. Bob Blast is pretty good over there. Dude, you give me. You want to talk their breakfast? Top notch. I heard their breakfast is pretty good. Wendy's is pretty good. Wendy's is good. I like Wendy's. I like the. You don't. You can't find the B and G, the biscuits and gravy, like that anywhere in a fast food place. And Wendy's B and G, not bad. No, it's not. You not take for it. fast food. You know, who, I'm gonna put number one on my breakfast. White Castle. Have you ever had White Castle's breakfast? I I'm gonna agree with you. It's number one. It it their breakfast sandwiches. If you're a McMuffin guy, let me just tell you right now. You're a McMuffin guy. You think McDonald's got it all figured out? It's dog shit compared to what you get in White Castle's. That's not exaggeration either. No, you know what really uh, excited me? One day I was, I think I was going to like a, 
coaching clinic or something like that. I'm like, I want breakfast. There was a White Castle. My dad always said, oh, White Castle's got pretty good breakfast. I went in there to get some breakfast. Here's a lady with a tray of eggs. Cracking them, throwing them on the griddle. Real eggs. <laughs> they're they're they're, they're eggs. being cracked. Yeah, on the griddle. They're real eggs. They're not. They're not no so I'm fake like, shit. Okay. I like this place. Already. Yes, sir. I like this place. So I went, and I've been a huge fan. And it's just a problem, man. You throw so many of those back. I like the breakfast sliders on the slider buns. Sausage got a little kick ice to it, and I can throw about five or six back. Before I even leave the damn drive-thru, I feel like, yeah. hey, you just, my paw just goes in the bag and just search for another little box. But you can get, they have legit toast there. You can get them breakfast sandwiches on toast, like real toast. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a game changer. They they got the little t- uh, tater tots, like Dunkin' Donuts, you pop them real quick. They don't have the like, hash browns like McDonald's, but they got the little quarter-sized bad boys you just pop, like, you know, like a those pill nice. or something. <laughs> I like those. Those I like are those. nice. But White Castle, a lot of people... Don't think like, oh, just the sliders. Oh, no, no, no. They got real breakfast. Like you said, real eggs. The bacon's real. Jip bacon. It's legit sausage patties. Yeah, I mean, everybody castles. always said when they did, I think they did a test for, I mean, years back. Everybody said that they had the highest quality of beef for their hamburgers. I, I believe it. Out of the fast food chains. So there's a new chicken place over there in Long John Silver's. I heard, saw the horror story. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm critical. Food place. When you cook and stuff, you're critical. You know? I want it to be good, you know? New place. Go through the drive-thru. We've spoken about the tacos before. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting here. I'm going to play it safe. Die. What do you want? Chicken tenders. You know what? I'll get chicken tenders and fries. I just want to taste the breading. We're playing it safe here. You know, I got two chicken tenders. Eight tenders. Fries. Sitting in the... Lady says, yeah, can you pull up? I pull up on the fourth car. Wait 40 minutes. Nobody in front of me got their food either, and I didn't get my food. So then I go inside. Man, they got a bunch of leather couches in there. Everyone's just lounging around, watching the Amazon Fire Stick, smoking, smoking, uh, you know, who knows if they're smoking, but it's e-cigs or whatever. If it's weed, I don't know. One guy cooking. One lady taking orders at the drive-thru. One lady taking orders at the counter. One guy cooking. There's a guy in there. He's making 100 wings for someone, and he ain't making any other food until that guy's 100 wings are done. That's what he said. I said, well, you know what? You can go ahead and give me that, uh, give me my money back. I ain't waiting. Five people waiting. More cars in the drive-thru. The place was packed. He said, I ain't making nothing else until I make these wings. Yep, he can give me my money back. Yeah, did they only have one deep fryer? Yeah. No, I mean like. Yeah, yeah, one. Just one. One little. One little one. Yeah, one little basket. One guy. You got to be more prepared. I'm sorry. I mean, if it's a front. So, I mean, they don't. My, have- in my eyes, it's a front. It's like you go there when they're not open, there's still a whole bunch of people in there. You can see them in the front just hanging out. So, it's like a barbershop type of atmosphere. They ain't open. Like, no one's eating. Like, you can't pay. Like, if their buddies are in there eating, that's different, you know? But it just seemed like it's, it's a front, you know, whatever. I was kind of pissed because it's a new place. I wanted it to be good. It's not. That's what everybody's saying. You know, you always get happy when there's coming. But Pepe's sold, and Wingstop's going over there. What? Well, that's a game changer. Wingstop, huh? I like Wingstop. That's not bad. I like the fries. The fries are money. I love the fries. I I usually get the tenders instead of the wings. 
Like if I go bone in wings, okay, that's fine. But if you're gonna go boneless, you might as well just get tenders. Bigger, you get you get more. Buck, but yeah, Wendy Chief was telling me 100 G's. Wendy's or uh, not Wendy. Peppy sold that building and the uh big parking lot. Hundred grand, man. Six hundred, huh? Peppy's wing stops in there and beat burrito stations for sale. Burrito station, huh? Hell, yeah. Well, it seemed like ever since they made that change, it ain't it's, been the same. Yeah, I, I had it a couple times, and it wasn't. It wasn't. The one by Prairie State ain't bad. It Have is. had that one? Yeah, it's, I think it's better. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I remember just going. I would always go to Rito Station, and I'd get their nachos. Their nachos were I remember you got out of this world. The steak nachos were a staple. In the Lopez house. Yeah, it was a staple. Sure. Chief's a little disappointed. Chief said... I really don't like Wingstop. I love Peppy's Tacos, you know. So I got him go to the taco truck. They're fantastic. He said they're fantastic. Steak tacos over there. He gets some, I, I, he gets some Americanized, you know, lettuce, tomato, whatever. Yeah. Cheese. I get mine original uh, Mexican. My mom went there. She had the pizza out of this world. I, could, I told you. said it's not. It's, it's so good. So did no one has gone to the one in the plaza yet. Well, I refuse to go. I, I've heard not good things. I haven't heard good things. It's not the same. Like really? from four people. Yeah. Because uh, Jason lives right there. Yeah. And he said it ain't, it ain't even near close. So he goes to the heard, truck. He goes to the truck. He said, I drive further to go to the truck. Go get him. I love the truck. I, I said, you guys got a menu? Nope. Just tacos and gorditas. I love it. <laughs> See, I love that. Hey, that's what you need, though. Hey, there's no choice. I don't want fucking choice. I said, yeah. is there any chips and salsa? The lady said, there's like a little market right there in that building. Yeah. Kitty corn. I'm like, you know what? Those chips, though, they're good. Are they? They're homemade, though. Are they? Yes. They're legit. Yeah, they're I'm, I love eating chips and salsa. I love it. You know what? I, I do, too, but it eating too many chips doesn't agree with me. Yeah? Yeah. I, a lot of times, if the salsa's good, I'll put it on the taco, you know, instead of like, because I don't want like too hot a hot sauce on there. Like, that's all you taste. That green crema they got over there. It's got a little kick. I'm, I I'm told just, you. I'm just going to say you? this. I'm just going to say this right now. It's probably the best thing that they have over there. You can put that thing, that stuff on anything. I love that. I absolutely. It was delicious. I, I, I brought some home. And it's put got it in a little the, kick. Yeah. Dude, I got like six of those extras on my fridge. Yeah. Just lined up, just waiting. They're very good. Very, very Because yeah, you know what is so funny? The kids will tell you, like, go to the uh, Euro Express. Have you done that experience? Right up. Well, you're almost going to get hit by a car on Chicago Road, that one. Correct. Where you got to yeah. stand in line and <laughs> yeah. go wash I heard they got the good tacos. Time. Yeah, so everybody's like, you got to go there and get the tacos. So, you know, one day on the way home, I'm like, okay, let me get this. No. It's not worth your time. No, it's not. You're waiting in line forever. Plus, it's hazard. You're trying to get. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Over not there. safe. It's, it's not because you got to wait in that little cubby because I know how the door is yeah. inside. And with COVID right now, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sketchy. Ma- mask up. So, my experience when I went to the chicken place and didn't get nothing to eat, I'm so irritated. It's like six o'clock on a Saturday. It's last Saturday. Fuck it, I'm going to Burger King. I'm going to BK Lounge. Get my Whoppers, my two for five. I'm trying to cut the bread out, so I'll throw another patty on the second one. Just throw the other one yeah, out. That's good thinking. This is the second time this has happened to me at fucking Burger King. A fucking guy tells me, oh, we're on a 15-minute sterilizing break. Oh, we're not taking orders right now. Let me tell you, Nick. You had one hell of a night. Nick, I lost it on the guy. 
fucking drive through. <laughs> I absolutely, because you know, I'm at this point, I'm, you know, they call it hangry. I'm ready to kill somebody because I, I just want, hey, somebody take my money. Somebody, you know. I said, what the fuck? I mean, you guys ain't even open inside. 15 minute break. You should be cleaning all day. You know what I mean? Like, who's going in there? You need to. I, if you're trying to clean up your area where you're cooking, hey, somebody should have been doing that all day. I, but that Burger King over there, one time I went there for breakfast, Alyssa's sitting there. I'm like a half out of it. I'm like, why isn't this line moving? It's like an Escalade parked right where the microphone's at. And she's like, I don't know. And I said, no one's even in that fucking car. Them workers over there will park a car with no one in it. And like people get pissed off and they just leave because they don't want to do nothing. One by me. You so know they're, they're, now they're hitting me with the 15 minute sterilizer break. Wow. And, I, and the guy was arguing me. I said, you're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. You just don't want to do shit. You're lazy. He said, sir, this is a state mandate. I said, it ain't state mandated nowhere else because it never else has never happened to me before. Well, you do it as you go, like you said. <laughs> I said, you're a fucking liar. And I'm getting, I'm getting in a man. Hey, he tells me, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I said, ah, fuck you. I, I was so mad, dude. I went home, didn't eat. I didn't eat. I just oh, went to sleep. That was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what did you, where, where was the next victim? Where were, you're Listen like, it's this. not going to happen to so me Saturdays, again. Saturday, of all, all things going on, I'm trying to watch. I'm on a diet. Saturday is my cheat day, right? This is Saturday. And from morning till night, I'm eating everything. I eat everything in sight, and I pay for it on Sunday all day. But anyway, it's my cheat day. So I went to Chick-fil-A earlier in that day. I had mac and cheese left over because, dude, I eat. When I order at Chick-fil-A, it's, it's mac and cheese. It's spicy chicken sandwich, large fry. Um, and then I usually get, like, crispy chicken sandwich and then uh, order the nugget. So I go crazy. It's my cheat day. It's like, <laughs> it'll be 35 something. Damn. I did a side job, so I was like, whatever. So I'm like, I got that. I'm thinking in my head. Earlier in the day, I offered it up. Does anybody want this? While it's hot, I'm going to put it away for my later. I'm thinking I still got that. I go, get home, I'm fuming. Go to the bathroom, come out. My family's eating all my You know what? I'll be, in the, I'll be in the bedroom going to sleep if anybody needs it. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, nobody wanted this shit when it was fucking hot. Now that we're struck out, oh, oh shit, good thing he's got this, all this stuff. I mean, you had to have somewhere in mind that you were going to next. I was going to go to burrito station, but it ain't been the same. And I was so mad because I'm like, you know what? I'm so pissed off. I'm not going anywhere. I got the Chick-fil-A. So I get home and I see that. I come out of the bathroom and I'm just like, ah, I did one of those. <laughs> I'll be in the room if anybody needs it. I'm just going to go. Well, you should have went to Derek's favorite place. You know, you went over there to Ains? Culver's. Man, oh, Culver's? Culver's? Yeah. Dude, I like Culver's. You know, I'll go to Culver's like now. Like I'm just trying to watch the carbs, you know? So I'll get like. Get like the chicken sandwich. Right? I, I know it's crazy, but you can only. I go to Chipotle. I hate Chipotle. It, it tears my stomach up. Lisa loves Chipotle. They got the cauliflower rice, blah, blah, blah. And I, <laughs> I, it, it just, it just tears my stomach up. I can't even get through eating it and I'm on it. Just one of those places. Like a Chinese buffet. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the last, the last forkful. I'm like, oh, I got to leave it there and I got to go to the bathroom. But, yeah, and I'll cheat. You know, I cheat once. I'll get a Culver's and I'll eat it real quick before I go home. Nobody knows it even. Got to pay cash. Got to pay cash because of the statement. Well, so, I mean, this is a live recording. It's okay. She, Alyssa will listen. Oh, I listen. She won't listen all the way to the end. This is the end. Okay, well, <laughs> good thing we're, you know, this is almost an hour and a half deep. So, but yeah, I mean, I, 
that's that's. I love the new places. Like I, I'm like, man, I want them to be good. You, you, know? you do get excited for the new places, and it's almost like, look, a lot of new places they go through like a rough start. I get it, you know. But I just want one place. You know, buck the trend. Be overstaffed for the first day. You know, get the stuff in and out. You know, be just be prepared. Buck the trend. You know, the trend usually all oh, this is they're gonna have a first rough couple months. Just somebody open up and just be prepared one time. I got you want it to be good because it's like organized prepare. Hey, there's nothing by it. I mean, Culver's is the best thing you could probably go to. And well, you know, like, in speaking of that, I go down that route a lot. A lot of times on the way home. I'm like, I'm not stopping in South Heights. Can't go to the Burger King. I like Burger King every night. I go to Burger King on Stego Road in Crete. That one's a lot better. Yeah, but it's bad too. Yeah. And like that McDonald's used to be top notch. That McDonald's used to be real good. And now that's, that's falling bad off too. too. So it's just like, you know Culver's what? is like, they, they train their people like the same place Chick-fil-A trains their people at. They're nice though. You know, deal with some nice people. I mean, have you, have you have the same experience or... Yeah, I would have to agree with that. That one older black lady, when they used to be open inside, used to come and get your tray all the time. I mean, nicest lady you ever want to meet. Seriously, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's a different different atmosphere. Well, yeah, you I mean you train your, your guys, and I guess that if they don't do what you want them to do, you get rid of them. Oh, they got, got top-notch people. Also, Culver's, the people, that guy, when they usually come out and bring your food out, they get the whole order. And when it's like 20 and below, I'm like, dude, just give me the stuff. Like if it's bad, you know, I'll just chalk it up as just old-fashioned egg. You're human. But I don't want you to stand there and, like, shaking and shivering. Because they never to... wear jackets. <laughs> no. The guy's, like, turning blue, and he's like, he's, I'm like, hey, go back inside. Get in the heat, man. He's turning blue as he's holding <laughs> your ice cream. <laughs> he's holding the ice cream. Yeah, I go, let me get a, a shake. Alyssa, now she got, she said the Culver shakes are pretty good. She doesn't like dealing with McDonald's for the Shamrock shake. She said the Culver's green one's pretty I'm not a shake guy, so I I, I don't find I'm not a shake guy either. I'd rather have like a blast. Talking about tearing me up. Yeah, I'm a Slurpee guy all day. I got a Slurpee 360. 7-Eleven Speedway. Speedway all day, baby. Come on, man. 99 cents. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my my dad, Chief, has about 25 million Speedway points. Sometimes he'll just let me ride with that car, and I just go in there and buy up the. I get I'm getting Reese's eggs two for whatever two hundred speedy points. If you don't have the card, it, it's a no brainer. Any size for eighty cents in the summer, my God! And you got to get the styrofoam cup because it doesn't sweat. Yeah, but don't get the styrofoam cups if you have kids. Why? What's wrong? They they poke holes through them. They just keep trying <laughs> to get because the slurpee's not coming up. Oh. And yeah. then they readjust the straw, and then they slam it through the bottom. Wait, Dad! <laughs> yeah, the slurpee's leaking. leaking. <laughs> but if you're an adult and you don't, if you know that you, that'll happen, it doesn't sweat. I mean, it's a, it's a game changer. Hard yeah. to get those lids on those. <laughs> I was just gonna say that you have to be careful. <laughs> even so, if you put in your cup holder. You, when you, you go to grab it out, high, you squeeze too high on the cup. You pop the lid off, and here it comes. If if you have it in a cup holder that's too tight and it gets snug, and you squeeze it, it'll shoot through your sunroof. Hundred percent, that slurpee will shoot right through the roof of the car. It's just, but getting those things on is a complete task in itself. I'm I'm getting everybody's looking at me. I I got the fucking lid. You're trying to squeeze it around a little bit at a time. You get people at the workers looking at you like. 
oh, that's because it ain't the right cup for that lid. You know, they're trying to tell me. I said, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it, but it doesn't sweat. It's not going to leak yeah, all well, over the fucking place. It's, it's, it's always terrible when they send me to go get the Slurpees because I'm getting five of them for the yeah, family. Right. And then you go right here, right? Uh, yeah, On I exchange? go there or sometimes yeah. like if I'm coming home, I'd rather stop at That exchange one's been there since the dinosaurs were walking around. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather go to the one at Creek because they have more variety. For sure. So I like to stop there. And I just, I'm getting five of them. And if everybody's, you're waiting in line because yeah. everybody wants to, you know. You know what the new thing is over there? Silas was getting all summer last year was like, you can make your own like McFlurry in there. You see that little machine they got? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. he And you can get it like, like extra thick ice cream. They'll put more milk in there. The machine does all the work. You like put the cup in there. You just hit the button. It's like a touch screen. You kind of like personalize your, your thing. And he's like, these things are. He, he just, he said, these are a game changer. Like, I'll never get a slurp. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I was paying 80 cents. Now I'm paying 350. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, good Coach. thing you got Chief's code. Yeah, good thing I got Chief's card, you know. <laughs> Same guy that asked me, uh, how come everybody knows it's getting a PS5 lately? And uh, where's his at, you know? I said, well, I know you asked for one for Christmas and your birthday, but that's hard. They're hard to find. This is what he hits me with. I don't know, maybe it's because you ain't been working. Oh, I said, oh, you know, and, and I'm like, I was sitting there and I'm like, maybe. <laughs> and I just turned the volume back up. Conversation's over. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. So I said, no more uh, McFlurries. You'll be getting 80 cents. Uh, yeah, you're frozen back to Cokes. Slurpees. You're yeah. back to frozen Cokes, Doug. Hey, I'm talking 22 ounces too, not, yeah, not 80. You, no, you can't get the. Oh, uh, they get too jacked up. Yeah, they it's, get too it's, jacked it's a, on them. It's a special treat when you get them a 32 ounce. Yeah. It's always a 22 ounce. This guy, he'll he'll suck down the twenty two before we even get home from the one in Crete. I mean, he's I, usually I do the chief from the Bobby Joyce ride around Stager, go yeah, by veterans, little bulldog security. Yeah, a little little security, and uh, we can check things out. And I'm like, I look back, and uh, I you start hearing the noise that there's nothing left. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh okay. He's like, yeah, I told you, you got me. This is too small. But then he's ready to just run home, you know, instead of <laughs> driving it. So I'm like, yeah, it's well, one. Well, maybe that should be the so maybe that's what you should start doing. So, get it, drive over to Veterans, park the car, say, okay, Silas, you know, we live right down the street. Hit it. Yep, hit it. I'm telling you what, he wants to play football. He he is slowly going from a linebacker to a defensive end to an interior offensive lineman on the whole COVID of the Wadey's game. So, he ain't got no problem meeting, I'm telling you that. Well, there's no problem with that, being an I don't know what lineman. it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He eats all day. Eats all day long, and he started to ask questions like, "Are you gonna finish that?" I'm like, "Easy, six hundred. We don't need. We don't need to be cleaning up everybody's plate and all that." He's. Yeah, said, we, we don't, don't need. To be, we don't need lifetime. Yeah, we don't need lifetime. The thousand pound sister. So yeah, it's. I told him. I said the quarantine needs to be over. You need to get out, man. We got to get you. He's gonna play baseball, and he is gonna play baseball. I told him it's not, it's not an option. You're gonna try it. You're gonna try everything. I try it. He, he didn't want to play basketball. He didn't want to play soccer. And I told him, That's true. you're not going to sit here and do the games and be one of those guys. I said, you're going to try everything, and then you're going to tell me what you like the most, or you keep doing all of them. I don't know. Yeah. You're going to – I told him, I said, I'll let you know when the first practice is. But he – I'm telling you, he'll shag fly balls. He likes going out there. I put the uh, Bluetooth speaker on. We listen to music, and he's working, man. But he, the whole team aspect, if you don't know anybody, you know, they all get a little – I said, but after the first couple of days, you'll be good. Yeah, you'll, you'll meet a couple of kids. You'll like them. So that's good. Get them out there. Cause you had where you you're in Dyer, right? Were you Dyer last year? No, we're in uh, Saint, Saint John. John. Yeah. Saint John was pretty good. 
it's it's good. I, I like it. Yeah, I was thinking about Creed. I don't like Creed or Homewood. Maybe. It's just I just wanted to look. Yeah. Nothing too easy like Stegers. At the pitching machine. That's. Yeah, I like the way they do it in St. John. They they run a nice little in-house league. They do. That's good. Yep. Well, All right, man. So that's here we go. We just went off on a rant for a half yeah, hour. That's that a was spring a, training uh, episode, you know. Yeah, that was the uh, two local, two local teams. You know, we wrapped that up. Yep. And uh, March you know, Madness is next, right? March Madness, and then we'll I think we'll dive into you know just looking into the future. We'll dive into the AL, and then we'll dive into the NL. And, yeah, getting closer to the opening day lineups and stuff like that. Yeah, and then we we're gonna have to talk about the Bulls here. Yeah, the Bulls are balling, man. Young baby Bulls are balling. Billy Donovan's got them rolling, man. Got an all-star finally for, for since Eric Rose and Jimmy Butler, so Zach yeah, Levine. We'll, we'll have to take a look at them. Maybe, uh, you know, I always say you don't talk basketball till April. Yeah. When especially it starts getting NBA, real. Especially the NBA. So we'll see you next time. At- yeah, keep sharing and uh, spreading the word, you know, like we said before, if you want to join, if you want to call in, let us know, you know. Go. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yep. Peace.